and welcome to Association Transformation, our now more than one-year-old conversation, international, worldwide, um, coming to you from everywhere. Conversation advancing. Wait, what are you going to jump in and say? I know you're going to ruin my intro. You're going to ruin my (laughs) intro, Andrew. God, you're gone for one week. I just just want to know where you are this week because you say international. Oh, my gosh. And I know that you're not at home, so... No, I, I'm coming you? to you live from a COVID hotspot, Florida, the <laughs> lovely, beautiful southern state of Florida. Um, I'm quarantined right, at the beach, um, oh, healthy right. and safe, healthy and safe, but avoiding um, as many humans as possible. Uh, so my, nice. my connection to the world is is podcasting. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to, oh, I'm really excited. I don't know about you, but I'm an Olympics person, and I'm I'm excited to talk about the Olympics. I'm excited to talk about... I don't know. Putting it in an association nonprofit context is that is that crazy? No, You're not at all. Your I mean, the Olympics. I mean... No, I'm not. I'm not. The Olympics are are happening. I think Team GB oh is God. number five in the table. I think at the moment. I'm looking at my. Sorry. I'm looking I mean, at producer wh- Andy. Are they number five? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, that's I know all really, that's all I care a, about. Oh, number Wales six. Has a, right. A metal okay. count of zero. I know Wales has a metal count of zero, but that's okay. <laughs> it's only up from here. You guys have. I mean, Indeed. it's only up from yeah. here. Uh-huh. Um, no, but seriously, I, I thought this would be a great opportunity to chat about. Competencies. I mean, we're looking at the best of the best in the athletic world. And, and I don't know, it makes me think of what skill sets, what strengths, mm. what abilities are the gold, silver, and bronze of association leadership. You, I know it's cheesy. I know it's cheesy. But, you know, competencies are I think it's good. Yeah, and I think it's timely as well because, I mean, as you know, we've been working on the, you know, we're currently working on the, the, systems map or the competency framework for the institute of association leadership and this is at the forefront yes, of my are. mind as well I've, yes, you know, all we week are. we've been i don't know while well, you've been sunning it down in florida oh. i've been up to my eyeballs in sort of working through you know competencies and and it's interesting because as a as a bronze i'm gonna i'm gonna give myself a, as a bronze chief executive i'm thinking uh, you know self, what could i what, what could i have bronze? done better yeah, what could I have done better to achieve a mediocre silver or even a gold? I don't know, but no, it is no. I, I like it. I like it. So go on, tell me what what you know what what constitutes well, in your mind what constitutes a a gold chief executive. You know, before before we get to the good stuff, let's oh, you, you've right. already okay. interrupted Sorry. and ruined Sorry. the introduction. So let's take a step back. I'm Elisa Pratt okay. with Brewer Pratt Solutions, your co-host. Oh. Uh, not so glad to be rejoined by my uh, my. My colleague in uh, across the wow. pond, Andrew Chamberlain wow. from Consort mm-hmm. Strategy. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good Hi, evening. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> You're such a jerk sometimes. <laughs> such a jerk sometimes. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, Association Transformation is our, our biweekly podcast. We're excited to be back with you. Um, we're excited to be uh, broadcasting on behalf of the Institute of Association Leadership. Um, so yeah, let's jump into the topic with all uh, all of our sponsors thanked. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I think those gold, silver, and bronze competencies have changed, have changed a lot in the last five years. You know, when I think of the soft skills and how much those, you know, the listening, the empathy, the 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 team building components of that, and they, they sound fluffy. And, and, you know, 20 years ago, those that, that, that on a list would be laughed out of the room. But uh, the soft skills to me are—I don't know—they're becoming more and more important. Yeah, I think I think that's fair enough. I think I think 
what we've seen over the last five years. In fact, I would argue even the last 18 months, we've seen the mm-hmm. elevation, the elevation of the chief executive role um, and of the of 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 the leadership uh, function of of the association chief executive. I think you know, you know, back in the day when I started and when you started out in associations, it was recognised that the chief exec position was probably more of a perfunctory management role leadership wasn't really quite as um wasn't really top of the list it was understood that there was a function but i don't think it stood out as being what i would now consider the primary role um of the chief executive um you know and and so yeah you're right i think five years ago if i think back on what job description looked like maybe even yeah 10 years ago five years ago yeah it would have been very much the focus on that kind of um uh, well, quasi chief operating officer, chief technical officer, chief financial officer role rather right. than uh, you the to be leadership. The general, you know, <laughs> it yeah. seems like in the past you needed to be the general. Now you need mm. to be the chief inspiration officer. You need to be the chief engagement officer, the chief creative officer. I mean, you know, not only do we see the creation of these new C-suite names demonstrating to yeah. us in the for-profit world that these mm-hmm. roles are taking shape and, and being given importance, you know, they're being validated. Um, but, you know, it also makes me wonder if, if, if a gold, silver, bronze list is, is somewhat of a trap as well. I know we're working on this competency framework and, and it's such an extensive list and every organization needs something different. One organization may need yep. a creative leader. The other organization may need someone who can manage risk. You know, every yeah, I mean, one I, of these I, strengths I, has, a, has a flip side. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the reality is, as I say this to associations all the time, you know, you can't be everything to everybody all the time. You'll end up pleasing nobody. And it's true of being a chief executive as well. You're right. Uh, depending on the circumstances of the association, you may want a chief executive who is flamboyant in his or her creativity, is, you know, inspirational in their aspirations, um, just oozes ambition constantly and is out there developing business, developing relationships, being the face of the organisation. Or you may want a more pragmatic um, individual who is more focused on behind the scenes, on shoring up and steadying the ship, um, you know, uh, on delivering, you know, considered... Uh, I don't want to say paced, but yeah, considered growth. So absolutely, you know, I've, and I think, yeah, and, and one of the things I've realised in the last couple of weeks as I've been building this, um, or as we've been building this rather, this 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 framework, I'm looking at it thinking, actually, yeah, you can't be everything to everybody. No. What you can be, which can be, is you can be the best. Be the best at what be you can be you in can the be. circumstance. Be, all that you be can the best. Be. Be. Be oh my you god! Can I, be. You know, it sounds like I'm. Yeah, it sounds like some horrible Disney <laughs> thing, doesn't it? Sorry, as I'm saying it, I thought it makes me think of the Karate Kid. Do you know that that song from the Karate Kid at the end? You're the best around. You know when he wins the tournament. Okay, uh, your you homework know. is to go watch the Karate Kid tonight. I'm. <laughs> you know, I'm so long I can't since I watched the Karate this. Kid. Yeah, you wax have to go on, watch the Karate wax Kid off. tonight. Paint the fence, paint the no, fence. No, no. I know all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the Karate Kid tonight. That's your homework. That's your homework. Yeah. Because I'm never going to yeah. sing again on our podcast, and your punishment is watching Karate Kid. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, Andy's very happy. I'm never going to sing again. 
Um, but seriously, I think I think you're right. And it, it became when we were doing the focus groups for um, the competency frameworks, everyone yeah. was just firing off different skills and strengths and leadership capacity and all it became such a laundry list. And having now worked with several organizations on executive search and leadership transition, I too am worried that people will look at these lists as this is what a leader needs in full. And I think they have to be looked at as a menu. You know, you pick the things that you need for what your organization is because the marketplace, the job market, we're already in some ways setting organizations up to think that they need a unicorn and these unicorns (laughs) don't exist. Uh, well, I'm not sure I agree that they don't exist. I mean, you know, I'm just uh, looking Aww. in the mirror. No, um, <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> hey, I agree. you're a bronze. You're a bronze, remember? Oh, uh, yeah, bronze unicorn. You're a bronze unicorn. Um, uh, I, I just, I, I'm not sure I dis. I'm not sure I agree that you know we're setting them up to think that you know you have to be everything. I think what we what we are setting people up to understand is if you've not got these particular skills or competencies or or you know these these particular characteristics of leadership, you at the very very least need to understand and appreciate where to go to get. Um, the the specialist advice or support that you may be you know that you may be missing, and I think you know that in itself I think is a significant skill to yeah. recognise and to be able to admit that you don't necessarily you know, you're not the all C and I you don't know everything about every every everybody however much you might like to pretend otherwise and goodness me knows I've done that enough but um you know I think that I think what we're trying to create here is is. Uh, a repository of of skills, knowledge, behaviours, competencies, call it whatever you want, you know, the characteristics of leadership that, yeah, that certainly we should be using to guide how we perform, guide how we how we work. And, and, and for me, it's really all about how we lead. Uh, I'm really, really, uh, ex- I am excited, but I'm really keen that, you know, that, that we, that over the next 12, 18, 24 months with this, this, this systems map, we're calling it competency framework, you know, it's whatever language you use, it's the same thing. I want people to understand that we want to elevate the role um, of the chief executive, which isn't to say that the chief executive doesn't have to pull, you know, roll their sleeves up and get stuff done. Because of course they do, of course they do, and that's it. Would be it would be foolhardy for us to sh- suggest that you know, I don't know the night before the annual meeting, you're not going to be uh, on your hands and knees putting up exhibition stands or whatever, you know. Because again, we've all been there and done that. But that's not the core purpose. That's not the core purpose and the core function of the chief executive role. Uh, and that's what I. That's the, that's for me. That's the really important piece is understanding that. There'll always be somebody that we can call upon uh, to provide us with those um, that support, but that isn't necessarily the case for everything that we that we do, particularly around the kind of the creativity piece and the business development piece, and you know having that commercial acumen or the or the or the ability to maximise commercial opportunity. And I think in a non-profit world, one of the other things I've seen in the last last couple of years is the use of language and that we're starting to accept that even though we're not for profit and you've heard me this say this a million times we're also not for loss and so we're starting to see a much more corporate mindset in a positive constructive way um reaching you know the very upper echelons of of senior executives 
As this list gets, as these competencies and the outline takes shape, I, I, I simply want there to be a prologue. I want there to be a, a clarification for those who are reading it, whether it be an aspiring executive, a current CEO, a board, to understand what it is, that this is, this is an outline of, of aspirational skills and strengths. It's what you should be looking for. It's what you should be working towards in your own professional development. I just hate the idea of a board taking this full list and thinking this is their evaluation tool now. Um, I, I don't. I don't. Quite frankly, I think if you if you did get a board who was taking this, uh, that would be, I think, a step in the right uh, direction. Why shouldn't we expect our chief executives to have as many of these attributes as possible. I mean, we want success we for our organizations. That, measuring and aspiring are are different. And if I'm a chief executive and I'm looking at this list and I'm saying, okay, I check eight of these 10 boxes, but I don't yeah. have certain areas. To me, I'm going to look to that for my own professional development, my own improvement yeah. and education, yeah. but I'm also going to look to that in my senior team. Okay, that tells mm -hmm. me maybe I should hire in this area. I'm not the leader that believes I need to solely be the end-all be-all to my organization. I have staff around me. I have yeah. those I can hire for. And I think that self-awareness is as important as any skill set on that list. I need to understand my areas of yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. shortcoming or the gap analysis as an organization that we may have to do to understand what skills are necessary in the senior team. I also yeah, no, don't absolutely. want every I also don't want every single skill set to exist in one person. I want there to be uh, you know some some securities and, and replications and 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 organizational uh, knowledge that lives in more than just one person. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But that is what we're well. That is what we're doing in mapping this out, though, isn't it? Is we're saying, I mean, what we're not doing, we're not mapping every facet of association activity and attributing it to the chief executive or you know the C-suite. Uh, what we're saying is that is a specific set of skills, expertise that you need, and you do need them. Even if you come into the job and you don't have them, ultimately you do need them, regardless of what the. Uh, current context of your current association is the reality is we're all interested in what our career progression looks like and ultimately i would argue most chief executives are looking to progress you know what what's our what's my next step where do i need to improve where do i need to um, enhance my my expertise and so you know ultimately i think you, you you know you should be aiming to have what we've captured in this framework because it is the chief executive leadership mm -hmm. Uh, map. It's not. It's not the association leadership map. It is about the individual and the role that that individual must play. Um, and, and 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 it does recognise that. Um, it does recognise that. Absolutely, you're absolutely correct that the chief executive can't do everything. And neither should they be expected to. And you're absolutely right. We need to make sure that we have a balance of skills and expertise in the organization. But that is one of the roles of the chief executive is, you know, putting together that talent strategy that um, that allows them to articulate, uh, you know, the skills and the expertise that they need throughout the organization. Um, 
you know, it, it, it's that type of go on, go on, interrupt me. I just, I oh, stop. Uh, I know how it is standing in front of a board of directors when the ex, the outgoing executive has announced their their uh, departure, and you're talking mm. to the board and you're saying, okay, what what do we need in our next in our next leader? And the person they describe usually first is a, a younger 2.0 version of the person they have now. And, you know, you yeah, have to yeah, remind them yeah. that that's, mm-hmm. that's not likely. Then you start with more of a blank slate and you, and you let them ideate and, and, and list off the skills that they, they believe they need to lead the organization. And it becomes this laundry list of an impossible unicorn person. And I, I'm hoping and I believe that this competency will give structure to those conversations. Yes, I'm excited yes, about it. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about it supplementing things that already exist in kind of the ASAE world yeah, because it mm-hmm, is yeah. because it is chief executive focused because it is internationally yeah. minded and yeah. because it's for executives by executives that's what i believe the IAL's competency framework will be and contribute and how it'll be different and why i'm excited about it i want it to be used by executive search firms i want it to be used by boards yes. i want it to be used yeah. by executives in their own professional development aspirations because yeah. it will be different yeah. but yeah. You know, right now there there's a lot of boards out there who are saying goodbye to long tenured executives and the person mm-hmm. they think they need does not exist does not exist in the marketplace or they can never in their wildest dreams afford them um and it it, it becomes it becomes a serious challenge of managing expectations tell, tell, in the search capacity tell me again though why don't they exist i don't understand why don't they exist why would these people not exist? Well, if they're looking for 2.0, why would... Well, are those I, I mentioned... Then? Okay, maybe I'm 8 out of 10. We're really oh, creating right, a list right. of, of more than 10. You know, the, how many, yeah. how many mm-hmm. buckets does, does the framework currently have? Nine. Oh, 10. So you're disproving my point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> damn you. Damn you. But um, within those nine, but within those nine buckets, there is a lot of... Um, think of it like online dating you know you create your perfect profile of your perfect mate you check all these things off and you've created such an impossibly perfect person that they likely yeah. don't exist and yeah. i just don't want to set boards up for disappointment i don't want to set that person they do finally find up to be you know a second choice or a a bronze medal alternative, you know. I no, want. No, but what you want? Yeah, but what you what you want? Thanks very much for that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> what they, what they, um, what you? Yeah, but what you do want to do is to set people up and say, well, actually, do you know what? This person is not is not our gold winner. Is not our gold medalist at the moment. Using the Olympic uh, theme that we that we yes. seem to have forgotten about in the last ten minutes. But all right, they're not our gold person. But actually, they are they are our silver. And all we need to do is invest in X, Y, and Z in them, and they are right. going to be gold. And so right. that's what this is about. And and actually, do you know, I I don't. It's not that I don't care, but I'm beyond worrying about. It. It's not that I don't care. No, it's not that. But I'm beyond worrying about boards, um, uh, not being able to. You know, quite frankly, I'm worried the boards are are going to. Well, I don't even know how to say this diplomatically. 
Um, <laughs> I don't want boards to opt for second best. I don't want that. I want boards to aspire to have the possible best chief executive that they have that they can possibly uh, secure for themselves. They have a responsibility to the organisation, to the association for that. They have a responsibility to the membership, to the staff. They have a responsibility to themselves as the board. Why would you not want? Why would you not want to go and seek the best person? Of course you want that. Of course you're going to pursue that search and and carry yourself with those expectations and those goals. But you know there are realities to factor into this. Uh, the marketplace is quite odd at the moment, and I think in a, in a few yeah. podcasts we're going to be joined by you know someone from that executive search uh, field who can let us know how how dramatically things have changed. You're, you also yes. have the realities yes. of budget. You also have, I mean, there are things that are not in the organization's control and that you have to make True. the best decision given what you have to work with at the moment. I think the real um, opportunity here is aspiring CEOs. Whether yes. they're internal, yeah, whether they are, you know, this isn't just lateral. You become a, an, an executive here. You move, be, move to become an executive here. I think this this framework and defining these competencies is most exciting for the next generation of CEOs. Definitely. For those aspiring Definitely. executives who already exist and can be invested in in certain tactical ways and strategic ways to become that unicorn. If you look at this now and you say, okay, hey, I am I am a bronze right now, or I'm a gold senior VP, what would it take for me to become a unicorn executive? You, you have that list in front of you. I think that's how you build to it. Instead of finding them organically, you build to it. That's and I think where you get exciting. And I think what's I think probably perhaps arguably more important, or certainly as as important as as listing those uh those those competencies is also part of the IAL's uh framework is that we're actually going to be signposting people to where they can get that that support exactly. that advice that guidance that training that professional development you know so i think for me that's that's also the the, the critical piece is you can't just tell people hey go out there and you know um understand how to give staff autonomy and decision making right okay well <laughs> what does that mean you know it's like that's all well and good so we you know we need to tell we need people to understand how to do things not just that they need right. to do things and we and so for me as well i think it's really important uh, that you know the 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 systems map uh, is going to direct people, direct users to those additional sources of support and guidance delivered by, as you say, you know, the ASAE, the CSAE, you know, the Aussies, the AU, AUSAE, you know, our colleagues in, in Kenya, the African Society. Uh, right. You know, there's there's a ton of resources out there. And, and I think what's lovely about the exercise that we're conducting right now is that this is going to sort of pull it all together so that when I am thinking about my career tra trajectory as an aspiring chief executive, all right, okay, maybe I don't want to do it for a couple of years, but I do know that when I am ready to do it, this is what I'm going to have to invest my time and effort in learning or developing. So for me, that's a, yeah. it's a very exciting prospect as well. No, I'm I'm excited too, and you know, having been on the front end of it with the focus groups, I again, I love that it's for executives by executives. Um, but yes, yeah. Sorry, hold on, I've got to I've got to see what the score is right now in in the USA match. Um, oh my God, is are you watching the are you watching the TV while we're recording a podcast? 
We're talking about the Olympics. I'm being inspired by the content at the moment. I'm being inspired by the content at the moment. I've been listening to everything you keep going on and on about. It's fine. We're going to... We're gonna uh, wait. Okay, I all right. Just take us home, then take us home. Oh my God, are you are you pouting? Are you pouting? I am right a wee now? bit. I am actually. I am a wee bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I was paying attention to you, listener. I was paying attention to you. You were not. You were waiting for your time to speak. Oh goodness. Well, okay. I, I, it's great to have you back. Obviously, our chemistry is 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 uh, right back on track. Right where we left off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, for the yeah. good of associations, we are happy and excited to be back and and talking about these these topics that I believe advance advance the the skills, the leadership, and the leaders of of nonprofit organizations and association transformation will continue to push forth uh, despite Andrew's uh, emotional outbursts. Um, Thanks, Lise. Thanks. I should say as well that the the comp, but the systems map. Uh, I, I keep calling it competency framework, and that's not its official title. The official title is uh, the IAL systems map. Um, that is going to be available f- uh, for members from the start of September. So okay. it's probably Exciting. worth letting people know that actually we've spent long enough talking about it. So yeah, if you visit uh, the IAL uh, from the start of September, then all that information will be up there, and you'll be able to access the uh, the map and start planning your start planning your professional development and your neck your career next steps. And Very quite exciting. frankly, after after the way I've been spoken to today, I also am <laughs> going to be looking at my uh, options uh, post podcast. <laughs> well, I, I hope if nothing else, you now know that you have four years to to advance yourself from from bronze to gold. I want to see what you can do. I'm I'm excited to, to see how improve how improved you are four years from now. Thanks. And, uh, Thanks. It might. It's going know. to take a lot of drugs. It's going to take a lot of steroids or something <laughs> to get me there. <laughs> the Wales Olympic Committee. You're going to be banned, and then you'll get you to come know, back. You do know that we we compete as Team GB. You do know that, don't you? You do. Well, that's not fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Britain is Wales, England, Scotland. You just and Northern ride Ireland. their coattails. What's happening? Uh, I, just, I, I, I know Andy now is like Andy, Andy just cut her off just stop this just cut her off please oh goodness <laughs> alright alright well you know good luck to everyone's countries we have what how many more weeks of Olympics do we have Andy when did the Olympics wrap two weeks two more weeks okay so when this airs maybe one more week to go or a week and a half exciting enjoy your enjoy your olympics watching um and uh, stay stay healthy and safe wherever you are and while you're while you're quarantined or wrapping up your your summer vacations uh we uh, encourage you to find association transformation wherever you get your podcast um, marcus is your favorites and be sure to email us or, or reach out to andrew and i via linkedin with topic ideas or if you'd like to be a guest we want to keep pushing forward with uh with fun and engaging association and nonprofit specific topics um and until next time Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andy, for uh, for joining me today. And uh, we'll say stay well and put your members and your mission first. Association Transformation is brought to you in partnership between Consult Strategy and Brewer Pratt Solutions in support of the Institute of Association Leadership.